to hear the word of God, to understand it, and to apply it. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we are very grateful to you for the privilege of gathering. You said where two or three are gathered in your name, you are right there. You also indicated that a gathering shall be unto no man but unto you. And so we are grateful to you that we are not anywhere else but amongst the gathering of your people. The assembling of ourselves together in your presence with the presence of the holy angels and the prevailing word of God. We ask that, O God, everything from your word shall be from you in the name of Jesus, giving us clarity about your word. Therefore, as I speak, I ask that offerings be given from on high in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, we have an issue of the heart, and uh, the topic is, how do I protect my heart? Amen. I want to start off by something that is very crucial. First John chapter 3, verse 18 to 21. And I will explain why I'm starting from here. First John chapter 3, verse 18 to 21. The Bible says that my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. Amen. How do I protect my heart? Is what we are talking about tonight. And we have just read a scripture from First John. But I would like to say that before I go into that scripture, the most important area in the life of a believer is his heart. Because that's where God looks at. Amen. If our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts. If our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. Amen. Now, I wish that the church of Jesus Christ spent a lot of time on the subject of the heart. And so as we have this time, let's pay serious attention to this. Because many things can happen in the natural. Sometimes there is a disconnection from the heart to what may be happening. Another time too, and majority of the time, the manifestation of what is in the heart is what is demonstrated. Hallelujah. And so now, how do I protect my heart to make sure it's alright? And I... As I was studying, I was looking at the many people who have lived before us, who are in glory, the mighty men of God. There is none of them who never sinned. The only one who never sinned is Jesus. Praise the Lord. And in fact, for some of them, even in the, when they were still doing well, they made some few slips. But I noticed that with most of them, their hearts were very important to them. So anytime their heart condemned them, quickly 
they got back and did not put up defense. Praise the Lord. I want to tell you a secret. If any of us is going to survive, when you sleep and God makes it clear to you, don't defend it. It's one of the surest protection you can give to your heart. Hallelujah. If you are overtaken by events and God comes your way and he points it out, never resist by proving that I know what I, I did, I'm right and I'm going to do it and I don't feel ashamed to accept your fault. When you, when you become ashamed and broken in your heart and you ask for forgiveness, he would forgive you. Amen. When King David had made a mistake and he had done the best of jobs as far as he was concerned to cover it up, when the Lord came his way, I saw his reaction. His reaction was very quick to respond. He looked beyond himself and looked to God. That's why the scripture said, If our heart condemns us, we must know that God is greater than our hearts. All those people who made it, and today they are in glory, they made mistakes. But what they did was that they protected their hearts in such a way that it didn't become too hard. So that when God pointed something out to them, it was very easy for them to respond to say, Oh my God, I accept it. I'm very sorry. And instantly, they were forgiven. Hallelujah. Now, when a person... So the first point I want to score is that trust God to have such a heart that whenever God visits you in a matter and raises an issue up, you will not defend God. Or you will not defend before Him by saying, Yeah, I have done it, I have done it. David would have been finished if he had insisted, I've done it and I've done it. But he was forgiving because he protected his heart by allowing himself to say, yeah, this is not right. The issue is that we are dealing with God. Praise the Lord. And he is bigger than anything else. That is the joy of it. Hallelujah. And so your first protection is to make sure that the Bible says that for I will remove the stony heart and give them a heart of flesh. A heart of flesh responds to issues as far as God is concerned. A heart of flesh responds quickly to repentance. A heart of flesh quickly responds to the fact that mm, I cannot do this. That is the heart. And so, to protect your heart, it is very important that you keep this issue of when God points things out to you, you don't still insist, I want to have my way because I understand why I did and I'm going to do it. I'm going to stand by my word. That is, if only God pointed it out, it is better for you. Your heart will be protected. Amen. For if our heart condemns us, and we all know that there comes a time that you may do some things, and then, or you may do something, and you will feel very bad, bad. You can feel as if, is there any hope for me? When it happens like that, remember this. God is bigger than your heart. Hallelujah. And turn to Him quickly and say, Lord, I acknowledge my fault. Please forgive me and you will be forgiven. Amen. Now, if you don't have this correct, one of the things that I know Satan will do is that he can let you, 
if you are not careful, you will never rise. You will always be walking with this guilt after you to such an extent that your prayer life can be stolen from you. You wouldn't feel confidence even to go back to God. But you must always remember, if my own heart condemns me, my spirit condemns me that what you have done is not correct, quickly turn back to God. There was a day David, you know, um, David suffered a bit from the hands of Saul. Um, and, And David knew one thing. He knew that you were not supposed to touch God's anointed no matter what he did. You were not supposed to speak even evil of him. And so David decided, I'm not going to do anything, no matter what this man has done to me. And then the man heated up so strongly against David that David had to run to the desert. And there were caves, rocks and caves there. And so he went and hid himself in one of the caves. And when he was hiding there, and as Saul was chasing him, Saul came so close, looking around, couldn't find David. And he came to the very mouth of the cave where David was hiding. And David and his men, David received so much encouragement from his men. Kill him, for God has handed him over to you. You see how wonderful God is. He said he will give your enemy to you. It's your time to pay back. But because David has had such a heart that was so flexible, he did not yield to those things. He rather got up. And you know something he did that I saw a very strong word. The Bible says that he cut a piece of his cloth and later on his heart smoothed him. Praise the Lord. His heart condemned him for such an act. When his heart was condemning him, if it was anybody else, in fact, he would have even done the show by killing the man. When he didn't do it and he only had to cut the garment, even with that, Ah, thank you. I didn't, it just came out of me. I don't have it in my notes. Now it happened afterwards. Maybe you can just let me go back a bit so where the cut took place. So that, uh, yes. And so he came to the sheep folds by the road where there was a cave. And so went in to attend to his knees. David and his men were staying in the Recesses of the cave. Then the man of David said to him, This is the day which the Lord said to you, My God. Sometimes some quotations can be given to you and it will send you to hell. Are you listening? This is the day which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand that you may do to him as it seems good to you. And David arose and secretly cut the corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterwards that David's heart troubled him because he had cut Saul's robe. May you be given with, with such a heart. He didn't kill him. But the fact that he caught the hem of his garment or, or the rope, a bit of it, that alone was enough. This is, you know what this means? This is a man who has protected his heart. Hallelujah. So immediately, the man felt so bad. Let's go to the next verse 6. And he said to the man, The Lord forbid that. I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. Today the church of Jesus doesn't know that. No matter who you are, they can just talk to you anyhow. May we learn from tonight. 
Even if that pastor is not correct, he is not your business to condemn him. You won't say amen. Hallelujah. This is not what I was coming to preach, but I guess the Holy Spirit wanted us to learn. Are you listening tonight? Do you know that there are a lot of things coming on people because they don't know some of these things and they haven't put them in their hearts? They just spell you out and handle you anyhow. I am not speaking this for me. I beg you. It is only the word of God. Amen. Let's learn some of these things because they are hidden in the Bible and it is very, if the Lord does not show you mercy, you, 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 you can sometimes make serious mistakes and bring a lot of trouble to your life. You know, Prophet Williams, many years ago when he came here, he made a significant statement. I've never forgotten that. He said, God is no respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of his word. Hallelujah. God doesn't respect anybody, but for his word, he respects that. Amen. So, brethren, let's learn some of these basic things quickly. If a pastor steps on your toe, yes, he, he will because of the human aspect. Don't take the law into your own hands and display. It may cause you trouble. Amen. If an elder steps on your toe, be careful how you handle him. It can cause you a lot of trouble. And David knew that. As much as he had motivation, he refused to do that. Because he said, there is a word that protects that man as God's anointed. And it's not my business. And he refused that. And even the little that he did, I'm speaking about protecting your heart. Eh? The, the little that he did by cutting just a piece of the rope, just to go and prove to him that I could have killed you because you came where I was and you didn't see me. Even that one, the man's heart was so soft towards God to such an extent that he felt so bad. No wonder when he did a very serious thing, God had mercy on him. Because when the prophet came and told him, he simply said, My God, I surrender. May God give us this kind of heart. So your first protection is that I want to beg you tonight, make sure that your heart is so protected that devil does not inject stone into it. So that when you need to repent, you rather fight back. When you need to say, Well, I am sorry, you just insist that Mayama, yeah? It will not help you. Amen. Alright, let's go into our studies. These were a few things that, by the grace of God, just dawned on my heart. And I, I, I just felt we needed to talk about it quickly. And so, now let's go protecting of the heart. And I want to plead that this subject that we are treating is the most important subject for every believer. Because, you see... This heart protection, if you don't have it, you can be in big trouble with God. One of the men who understood this matter, because his selection actually was even based on that, was David. No wonder we've seen few of what uh, the protection of the heart is. Now, this boy David, boy at a time, loved the Lord so much that all by himself he would just sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. And he, he did it in such a way that one day God, when Saul has misbehaved, and you know, thank you Lord Jesus, when Saul was selected by God to be king of Israel, let me quickly come back. I just, let me quickly come back. When he was selected to be a king over Israel, God approved the man, eh? except that he needed to fulfill certain things to have his full approval. Now, one of the things that disqualified Samuel, Saul was the fact that 
when things were pointed out to him, he did not act like David. He was rather stubborn. Instead of admitting that I have made a mistake, he will pass the mistake to somebody and said, It's the people who told me. Amen. Are you listening? A man that protects his heart does not shift the blame. A woman that protects his heart does not shift the blame. He accepts it. And then he is able to repent from that. And because of that, he gets back to be standing well with the Lord. You remember the problem that Adam has committed? God gave instructions to Adam. At that time, his wife was not there, but his wife came and he told him that this is the house rule. That this is what God told us we should do. Now, when he had, she had made a mistake by allowing the devil to deceive and all of that, and gave to the husband, and because of love, the husband also ate. When God came and asked Adam, he said, okay, pass it on, pass it on. So quickly, he said, it's the woman that you gave me. You have made a mistake by giving me a woman. If you haven't made a mistake by giving me a woman, I would have been cool. And the woman, why did you do that? The woman said, me? I didn't do it. Satan did. See, they were passing it. Their hearts have been spoiled. That they could not say, my God, I'm, Lord, I don't, I am just so sorry. You told me. You know, when I sit down to study the scripture, and I sometimes reason about it, and I begin to see, I ask myself very simple questions such as, if Adam has said, Papa, whoosh, I don't know what to say. I am just, I, ah, ah, I should not. Please forgive me. I wonder what God would have done. A broken, a contrite heart. God will not forsake. Praise the Lord. So dear brother, tonight, I want you to trust God. To allow the word of God to have effect on you in a manner that per adventure. If we say we have no sin, that means sometimes we can even do things without considering. If we if per adventure you make a mistake, please, when the word of God comes, accept it. Hallelujah. Let me tell you. Do you know how God punishes people? You know, he said, I made Pharaoh behave like that, that he will not repent. So I could bash him. So don't take it for granted. When you are stubborn in your heart, tonight we must believe God that we will throw away all stubbornness. I'm not speaking... Let me just feel free a bit from my nose. Hallelujah. You must protect your heart. I must protect my heart. Protection of the heart will lead you to be so flexible and to admit. And do you know that many Christians don't have that? But for you, May you have it. Amen. Saul's problem was all about stubbornness of heart. So that's why when God came to talking to him, he said, rebellious is as sin as witchcraft. May you, from now, be so open that if God, even when you are sitting in church and the word of God comes and the Holy Spirit reveals something to you, 
Even when nobody knows. In fact, it's nobody's business in any way for anybody to know. Hallelujah. That you'll be able to come to yourself and say, Lord, Lord, you have touched on my matter. I realize I cannot hide from you. I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Instantly you'll be forgiven. Amen. But if you say, ah, it's not me, it's his. Pass it on. It will not help you. The heart that the doctors work on is different from the one I'm talking about. The one that pumps blood is not the one I'm talking about. This is the conscience. This is your spirit-related life. Is the one I'm talking about. As soon as there is an indication, no matter what it is, be so willing. When you do that, you are protecting your life. Let's quickly have a look at an advice that David gave to his son. And I cherish this scripture very much because I observed that David was a man who had a lot of experience in his walk with God. He knew even when he had made mistakes, he still knew that I, I have to protect my heart by not being stubborn. And at any point in time, God delivered that man. And so I pray, you know, let me tell you something. I pray that God will help me with this. And I pray that God will help you with it. It is very uncommon because the church of Jesus does not talk about these relevant and salient and important points that can keep us going. We can talk about prosperity. We can talk about our victory. We can talk about our overcoming everything. But we have forgotten the uh, the essential, in fact, New Testament will put it this way, the weightier matter. The heart is a weightier matter that you should never, and I have, I can tell you plain and straight that you see, most of the time, because the heart is not readable by man. Did you hear what I said? The heart is not one more time. The heart is not readable by man. It is very easy to put up. And the only evidence for man is what they can hear you say. And it is very easy to also disconnect your heart from what you hear, from what you say. So, the person can be lean, left in a limbo. You have said it, but truly, deep in your heart is different. I pray tonight that every one of us, what is inside of us must manifest outside. Because in that way, it's better. You can be helped. Praise the Lord. That's why, personally, the word hypocrisy is too strong for me in the Bible. May none of us become a hypocrite. This is the advice. David had planned everything. Me. Who am I? What is my house? Where am I coming from? That you should honor me like this to become the king of Israel. And Judah. You blessed me with an ability to conquer enemies. You prospered me. You gave me an ability to sing songs to you, God. Who am I that you should treat me like this? What I will do, I will build a house for God. 
he got the cement, the iron rods, and the gold and everything ready for this action. And God said, I know what you want to do for me, but you are not allowed. But rather, I will let your son do it for me. And in fact, I observed that even the son, Krapo, he was not better than his father. Charlie, you see, can I tell you a secret? I pray tonight or these two days, the Lord will do something to your heart. Because when you have your heart to be protected, full of quick to repent, full of quick to see and hear by the word of God and to apply, you are one of the best people. You know, you can dash your feet against the stone. That one, sometimes, some of the faults that we fall, oh, let me put it black and white, some of the things we find ourselves in, it takes us by surprise. Let me put it that way. But when you have a heart that is flexible, it is very, very easy to turn around by repenting. Because you see, Jesus said, it is better for you to repent. Amen. Still coming back to what David advised. It's, it's, it's in First Chronicles chapter 28. Please, you read the whole chapter, but I will just take only one verse from that. That's verse 9. Verse 9. See what David said to his son. As for you, my son Solomon, know the Lord of your, know God of your father. And serve him with what? I want to hear you shout a big amen. I said amen. You said royal heart. Hallelujah. Shout a big amen. amen. Now you can say, serve him with what? A loyal heart. And with a willing mind. For the Lord searches their hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Praise the Lord. Something I want you to look at. This scripture, you can spend years on it. You see, see what he said. As for you, my son Solomon, in other words, I'm giving you a piece of advice. This God that had entered into covenant with you, I want to give you a piece of advice about his ways. He, there is a particular place that he looks at carefully. That's your heart. Hallelujah. Don't bother yourself with many things. Bother yourself with what he, when he looks, he will find. Hallelujah. So he said, serve him. With a loyal heart. A man can have a loyal heart and still make mistakes. But because he has a loyal heart, he will turn around and he will repent. Praise the Lord. That is what saved David. That is what kept Moses. That is what kept Hezekiah. That is what kept Abraham. I saw that those people were a people who had loyal hearts. And today, sons and daughters of the Most High God, may that heart which has been given to you by the Lord be activated to loyalty towards God. In Jesus' name. Amen. I wish that the whole year we would talk about this. When I study, I see the importance of your heart. Serve him with a loyal heart and a willing mind. I quickly stop there and I say, Ah, uh-uh. do you know that you can have a loyal heart towards God and your mind too can be unwilling? So, your heart can say something, 
and your mind can calculate to say, no, I have to prove it. That is why in your personal lives, sometimes God can convict you of something, but then in the process of doing it, you do it otherwise because your mind tells you a different thing. But I pray tonight that as it goes on in our hearts, so we shall practice. In Jesus' name. The mind, where is the battlefield for God and Satan? Satan tries to use the mind because, you see, the heart, as soon as you give your life to Christ, he removes the stony heart and replaces it with a heart of flesh. So Satan doesn't have access to it. But the mind can only be renewed. By the word of God. So that's why you see that sometimes, good Christians as we are, we make serious mistakes. But I bless the Lord for the provision. If my heart condemns me, God is greater than my heart. Lift up your eyes once again to God and say, save me, and he will surely save you. There's a song that says, he will come and save. Maybe you are not minding me. He will come and save if you. Okay, keep it in the record. Praise the Lord. I thank my God that any time your heart is lifted up, God will come and save you. Praise the Lord. You know, God is good. Satan is bad. As soon as you make one mistake, if the Lord does not come and plug you, he will finish you. Because he is very legalistic. When the man of God was placed in front of God to come and offer, and unfortunately his garment was bad, Joshua, the Bible says that Satan quickly started condemning Thanks be to God. God came around and said, change his clothes. Our God is good. Praise his name. Let's see the love of God. And let's see how much he loves us. Amen. So now he tells his son, I have something to tell you about this God. First of all, note that. There are not many things he's interested in than the center, which is your heart. So if you serve him with a loyal heart and a willing mind, the reason is because he searches. Do you know something that the scripture has said? The eye of the Lord is running to and fro, seeking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are perfect. I think it's also in Chronicles somewhere there. 16.9. Is it first or second? Second Chronicles. Let's, 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 I don't have it here. Let's, let's have a look and then come back. Second Chronicles 16.9. You see, then as... The eye, listen to this. The eyes of the Lord runs to and, uh, and flow throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of, do, on behalf of those whose, whose the, let's not go further. The rest is for Asa. You see, you see how God's eye is busy. Not looking at cars. Not looking at buildings. Not looking at um, um, the latest this, the latest that. But if only he can find a man whose heart is loyal to him, he will pay attention and stop wherever he is going. I bless the Lord. May the Lord help us with this understanding of the heart. 
protect your hearts. Because out of it are the issues of life. Make sure that your heart, you have such a flexible heart. Now, you know, in, in studying, I, I mean, it, it, the Lord was very clear to me. He said, all the people that I work with, some, they also made mistakes. But there was something about them. They gave me a loyal heart. They protected their own hearts. They did not allow Satan to come and make and cause it to be in a bad shape. Sometimes, when Satan wants to destroy you, he will make sure that when God says repent, he says, oh, it's all right. He can make you become so tough in your heart, thinking that that means that I'm a strong man, only for him to destroy you. Protect your heart. Now can switch over to the scripture quickly. The one that does, that's the 28.9, please. For as for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart and a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts, understands all the intents of the thought. If you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will cast off he will cast you off forever. There's this portion I want you to see. The intents of the heart and the imaginations of the heart and the thoughts of the heart can only be read by God. Hello? Alright. Did you know that there were some people God rejected them when they hadn't done anything? Hello? Did you understand that? Some people were disapproved in their lives when they hadn't done anything. Have you ever come across the word that said, Esau I hated. At the time that message was said, Esau had not done anything. But the reason why it was said so is because God knew what Esau is capable of doing. So let me tell you, sometimes the rejection is not because of what you have done, but because he knows the intent of the heart and the capability. He takes this action. That is why tonight I plead that no matter what God himself will say, I will save him because I know that no matter what, this guy, he will do right. I was asking myself a few questions, honestly. If you look at the quantum of what David did, and yet he was spared to such an extent that the very woman that he created the problems with, they were even given with a son of promise. You can challenge God. But I know that by the word of the Lord, it is because of the kind of heart David developed. May we develop the heart towards God. Because it protects us fully. So when he was advising his son, he said, Hey, this God, serve him with such a flexible heart. Oh, you can give bulls, thousands to be killed and everything. As he's moving in the earth, there is only one place he's interested to see the thoughts, the imaginations. Do you know what that means? Even what is capable of happening in the future, God can search it and know it today. Hallelujah. There are people in this room, God knows what you are capable of doing next week. But He also knows that you are capable of doing that, but He sees a certain heart to say, this one, as much as the devil has decided to save him, save him like wheat. Do you know that God saw that heart in Peter? Although Judas was apostle, Peter was an apostle as well. But you observe that the two of them, considering what they did, they were all deniers. 
but one was saved. The other man, as soon as the cock crow, Hey! I've denied my Lord. Jesus said, I have already prayed for you. May the Lord find us like this. I pray that these type of solid things will remain with us. These are the meat of our lives. Let's quickly see something about King Hezekiah. First Kings, Second Kings chapter 20, verse 1 to 3. How I saw God respond so quick to a heart that is so flexible to him. In those days, Hezekiah was sick and now to death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus sayest the Lord, set your heart in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned his face towards the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember me, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart. Praise the Lord. And have done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Now, the quotation of what when you were searching you saw in me is what I've been operating on. And do you know that when you read further, you come across something like when Isaiah was on his way, God turned him back and said, go and reverse the prophecy. And then I saw the power of a loyal heart, what it can do. May the Lord help us with this. Are you understanding what we are treating tonight? Protect your heart. Be very, very serious about this matter that we are discussing tonight. And so we see also Hezekiah. He was saved by a loyal heart. And when he quoted, how could you be quoted if his heart towards the Lord was not loyal? God would have said, what are you talking about? I know your heart. But God had mercy on him. I don't know how we can pray about this matter. But be very, very committed to asking God. To do something inside of you that will let you have a loyal heart towards God. Amen. Hezekiah prayed. And the Lord said, I hear. I change it. If you are somebody who knows Bible, you will observe that God doesn't change his mind so easily. But Hezekiah, through a loyal heart, made God change his mind. Praise the Lord. Man changes his mind. But there are few things that can only touch God who doesn't change his mind so easily. And so I pray tonight that God will help us with such a purity of heart. Praise the Lord. You remember what Jesus said in, 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 in Matthew chapter 5, I think verse 8. Blessed, what does it say? He said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall do what? See God. Purity of the heart is crucial. Purity of the heart can beat everything. When your heart is pure, Protect your heart by making your heart pure. Praise the Lord. Now let me clarify it myself. The Lord already has given you a good heart. Yours is to protect it by becoming pure in your heart. What does it mean to become pure in your heart? Meaning that you should always reject that which would affect it. Hallelujah. Making sure that when there are suggestions in the heart... To do evil, you do not do it. Your heart will stay pure. Blessed are the pure in heart. That man is already blessed. For surely he will see the Lord. And we've seen David Dems. The scripture is very clear where David is. 
David them sir in up there because they had purity of heart. As much as they made mistakes and they sinned, because they protected their hearts, they never gave up on their hearts to Satan. They quickly reversed and got back in line with God. So I pray that God would help us all to be able to have such a purity of heart. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things that can help us to have a protected heart is this. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 23. If you want to have a protected heart, this is your curriculum. See what he says. He says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Anybody who pays attention to the word of the Lord, see what will happen. Then he goes further to say, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all of their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issue of life. Praise the Lord. Protect your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Now, when, before he got here, he had already told us that make time for the word of God. Amen? In the verse 20, listen to what he said. He said that, in the verse 20, he said, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. A child of God, let me tell you something. What can really, really help you to sustain is your attention to the Word of God. There is no secret anywhere. Your study of the Word of God, for which has become a problem for many of us, I want to remind you, get back to the study of the Word of God. Amen. Incline your ear to my Word. Incline your ear to my saying. And now he says one to my word, meaning you can read from the Bible and meditate on it. The other one to my saying, as it's being preached, you must hear it. Praise the Lord. You must pay attention to the things that you are hearing. Hebrews will tell you, therefore we need to give more earnest heed to the things that we are hearing. Some of us have taken it so lightly these days that we are in the church. Actually, we are in the church because we must register that we have come. But the main reason of coming to here is not the matter. May the Lord change that for you tonight. This, because, you see, there are, things, there are things that the grace of the Lord is helping us to bring understanding to. And so when you are hearing some of these things, you are hearing to understand it perfectly. And sometimes some people think that it's because he heard my matter, that's why he's preaching against me. No! Incline your ear to, he, to what the Lord is saying. Pay attention. Don't look at a man. And in any case, if it, if it affects you, I think that there's also scripture governing that. Those that I love, I rebuke. Don't you think so? So, when you sit in church and the word of God does not affect you, then go and check the relationship between you and God. Probably you are very far away. But the Bible says that those that I love, I chastise. You know something? I can tell you that I don't mind at all when the Lord can be very direct to me in hearing sermons. It helps my life. I can sit in my chair and I can repent before I close. Praise the Lord. So never think that I would have loved for the pastor to come and start talking something abstract. We don't need no abstract. We don't do one plus one is two here. So when I go out, I'm going to work it out as a lotto. No. Let it be a matter of concern. That God, I mean, 
Let me tell you something. A heart that can be sitting here and can hear that God, you are talking to me tonight. You speak it even in your heart. You know what that means? Means you are his son. When he speaks, you are hearing. But when it gets to the point where young um, why are you troubling me? Why are you speaking like that to me? I am speaking like that to you. I can't speak like that to you. Incline your ear to my sayings. Praise the Lord. I pray that every one of us would understand this. If God doesn't love you, when the thing is coming with the fire, you won't burn. But if He loves you, when the thing is coming with fire, you will burn. And it will help you. The day in which we live, we need the word of God that can let us turn around to repent quick. Because the evil is too much. May the Lord help us. Are you understanding? My son, give my attention to your words. Incline your ear to my sayings. My saying is when it's being communicated to you. Verse 21 says that, to him who, oh, praise the Lord. You haven't done any bad. It was a slip. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Now, brethren, what is God saying? Those of us who don't have your, Bible, your eyes into your Bible is the matter God is addressing. Those who take the Bible to read once a week. It's not good. Let it be daily. As long as you eat daily, let the word of God also be eaten daily. Amen. I know that we are living in days and times when work has become such that it undermines everything that is godly. Can I tell you one thing? And I'm sure that you can bear me out. How many of us are on WhatsApp? Let's, let's be honest. There's nothing wrong. Until now he's shaking his head. He's not on WhatsApp. He doesn't want no trouble. Alright. How many of us don't look at their WhatsApps for two days? How many of us don't look at their... Why, how many of us look at our WhatsApps daily? No, let's be honest. Oh my God, we have to get down on our knees tonight. <laughs> now, I'm not going to condemn or anything, but let me tell you something. It has become a source of information through or false. So you can be sleeping. How many of us slept in the middle of the night? You were deep asleep and you, I don't know how your own rings. That you still got up and, and with your eyes and... Can I have people to look at that? You are not minding me at all. This one, nobody will lift up their hands. Praise the Lord. No, I just want us to know the day in which we are living. And some of the things that we will wake up to see are not very edifying. So when I hear God say, do not let them depart from your eyes. I pray that tonight we will change it. Because it will protect your heart. Praise the Lord. This one, you don't like it. That's why you are not saying hallelujah. I pray that you would agree with me. This word that I'm speaking, is also for me. Actually, I'm saying that do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of where? Sometimes, by virtue of our SU training to advise than to say, I do quiet time. And do you know that you can some ask, what did you learn? You won't remember? Oh, you are not my name. If it went into the heart, you will remember. Of your heart, brother, whenever you are meditating and it has not descended, good time to say, Amen. You see, 
God has manufactured it in such a way that the eye will see it will enter into the spirit. And then it will be kept there. And when it cannot see you. That's why the Bible says that when a man hears the word of God and he doesn't understand. Are you understanding? So when it goes into the heart, it is an untouchable plane. But when it does not, you have not allowed it into it. You cannot remember. So you have had your quiet time for the day. Um, um, I didn't cry me can you imagine? And then somebody met you and said, what did pastor talk about? You don't even remember the subject. Pay attention to my saying, you were here alright, but you were not here. By allowing the word to go into it. Amen. Uh-huh. For they are life to those who find them. Healings come from the word of God. Of God. The word of God is medicine to your soul. Praise the Lord. Verse 23 is the one. He said, keep your heart with all diligence. It is well protected. For out of it springs the issues of life. In our king, now the steps of the righteous man will be ordered by the word that he has heard. Successful. Amen. I will just say one or two things and we will stand to pray. Luke chapter 43 verse 43. Luke 6. 43. For a good tree, that tree, bear good fruits. Mango tree produces, orange tree produces by own fruit. For men do not gather figs, bramble bush. Eggs forth good. And an evil man out of his treasure of hands of his heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever is in your heart is what you do. Hallelujah. Silly mistakes, but if your heart is protected, you can come back and say, Lord, clear manifestation that as Jesus said it, is so strong. Abimelech was able to challenge God by saying, I did this in the integrity, that although he said the integrity of his heart, it was God who actually helped him time to go into it. Because when I studied and God showed me that, I said, I... I have always with a motive. But God saw that your heart has not been contaminated. A better pound in Genesis chapter 20. So when you have time, do that. Tonight, as we are preparing to come to the table of the Lord on Sunday, it is to you. I don't know the state of your heart because it's not something that God has said right now. That out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Sometimes you want you out. What is inside? So... I mean, the disturbing factor for me is in you is what you do. That's what Jesus said. And so we want to talk to the Lord about like this in this matter. I see. Please help me out. If you can even see anything that the Lord was bringing your way so clear. And you want to do something about it. Please, it's a good thing. The Lord is faithful. No, the eye of the Lord runs to and flow, not looking for anything else that man can see, but means a lot to me. And I want us to ask the Lord to help us. It is so very easy to ignore the heart. Because, you see, we have become so natural as mere men that most of the time we don't consider the weightier matters. As long as we can have everybody else to say, yes, you are okay, we base our okay on what people have said. But from the things we are learning tonight, God goes beyond what people have said. In fact, as a matter of fact, what people say doesn't mean a thing to God. Because his own eyes must see for himself. May we plead with God if we have found areas that the word of the Lord revealed to us. 
May we just tell him that, Lord, we know that there is nothing I can hide from you. Would you please help me out? Thank you. In the next few minutes, about two minutes. Lord, as some has said, where shall I hide from you? Where would I go that you will not see me? What can I hatch that your eyes will be kept away from it? There is nothing that we can, any of us can hide from you tonight. We are seeking for our lives, for our hearts to be protected. We thank you for the stressing of loyalty of the heart. If I heard Paul pray, oh God, saying that may the Lord direct your heart to the love of God. Then tonight, Lord, all of us, we are praying and say the Lord, sanctify our hearts and direct our hearts to the love of God. Lord, areas that we have allowed ourselves to be affected in our hearts that has made us become a bit tough and ruthless, we surrender to you tonight. We are begging you that there will be a complete heart of flesh, O oh God. There wouldn't be any place, my Father, in us that will resist your word or that will make us find ourselves so tough and not giving in to your word to prevail over us. Tonight as we come to you Lord, we are asking that you will cleanse us from inside out. Lord, you know me. You know everyone here tonight. There, are, there may be some of us whose hearts are already condemning us. We turn to look at you and ask you to revive us in the name of Jesus. Because you are a good God. We repent of things that we have done, Lord. You know every one of us, if there is anything that is standing against us and the enemy has raised a voice against us, we plead by mercy that you would forgive us. Look into our hearts. Some of us, O oh God, are genuinely saying, forgive us our trespasses. Cleanse us, O oh God, from any guilt. Deliver us from evil and show us mercy. If we are holding anything against a brother or sister, Lord, we also ask that you will forgive us and deliver us from this evil. For you promise in your word that if we forgive, you will also forgive us. And as you look and search within our hearts, if there is anything, dear Father, that is unwanted in your sight, we open up to you and say, Lord Jesus, save us and deliver us tonight. We thank you for your word. For these two days, Lord, we are waiting that you will bring the issue of the heart to bear and polish our hearts. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, for you are greater than our hearts. We bless you tonight. We worship and adore you. For your faithfulness, for your forgiveness, for your cleansing, and for the renewal by the word of God that we have heard. This we ask for in Jesus' name. Amen.